Basement Bookers Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. This week, Basement Chair Rich Derez, we are going to talk about the recent Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, top whatever list. Uh, and uh, through the magic of Wikipedia, we're just going to like just just talk about it, I guess. And but before that, let me introduce you officially to Rich DeRiz, the other half of the Basement Bookers podcast, the Brit most Rizzest ball this man. Here we go. Talking about pro wrestling today. What's up, buddy? Thank you, bro. Happy to be here. PWI top whatever yada yada list, courtesy of Wikipedia. Don't forget to support only $3 a month or whatever. Though. Speaking of, we launched a Patreon Basement Bookers pod. Check that out. It'll be on the link tree and all the other stuff. Anyway, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm just terrific. The other day today, I played with Lego Fortnite, and boy, what a contest. But that's not what this is about. This is about PWI Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top 500 or something. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to get into it. You know, i got a lot to do this weekend. So uh, what do you what, – what, what, let's start with – the show itself uh let's start with uh should we start with wrestler of the year or do you want to work your way from announcer of the year up to wrestler of the year well, well it looks like announcer of the year there was only i know i was gonna you're interrupting me uh, god let me do it let me do god. it i'm doing it this is it's my turn all right i gotta deal with this blinding Don't. white light of wikipedia <laughs> then i gotta you know i gotta suffer it but you know, I know if we could enable dark mode, I think we would. So, of course, we won't be going through certain categories that haven't existed since 1977. So, you know, we're just going to work our way. We're going to do uh, stuff that still happens. Um, okay. I got to say, it's amazing that Vince McMahon was the runner up that year for announcer of the year. I know, and you know, you wouldn't know it. You know, I didn't think I didn't know anything. I just thought he was just a guy down there. You know, I thought Jack Tunney, he was the guy. You know, and then, mm -hmm. then I smartened up. I was smartened up by Monday Night Raw, apparently. Yeah. So maybe even before that, I don't remember. But you know, I'm curious. I'm curious about Midget Wrestler of the Year from 1972 to 1976. Do you see that? That's right above Announcer of the Year. Let me go into let's let's see what midget wrestlers of the year looks like here. Um, I wonder if I should be sharing this. Like, so before announcer of the year, I see manager of the year. Oh, there's midget wrestler. Okay, yeah, it's like right in between. You see down there. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, so let's see what we got here. So, midget wrestler of the year. Uh, the last one was Lord Littlebrook. I love these names. Look at uh, runner-up Sky Low Low, who was the previous year's winner in 1975, and you could even see their photographs there. There's Sky Low Low. Dude's jacked. Yeah, was a Canadian professional midget wrestler. Oh, his name was Marcel Gautier. 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 Okay, and let's see here. And oh, Darlin Dagmar. You can't even do anything with that. You can't even. There's nothing about this person. Little Beaver. Lionel Giru. 
was a Canadian professional wrestler better known by the ring name Little Beaver. He is best known for his appearance in a six-man tag team match at WrestleMania 3 in 1907. And Little Bruiser was the first midget one. I wonder why they stopped. Well, since we're under the defunct awards there, uh, <laughs> let's keep going with Manager of the Year. Oh, of course, Heenan in 1972 was the first winner, apparently. Mm-hmm. Some might argue it all started with Bobby Heenan. Uh, Agreed. He won four times. Uh, it's a record there. You know, I got to say, the Grand Wizard is a hell of a manager name. Um, uh, I don't know if you can really get away with that these days. But um, Lou Albano, we know about that. Let's see if what the what this guy looks like. Okay, that's not exactly what I thought when I was thinking that, but that's good. I, I think I've seen this guy before. I've seen this guy before. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen him before. Yeah, Ernie he he, he, he made a couple of appearances. Erwin Ernie Jacob Roth. Uh, known by the ring names the Grand Wizard of Wrestling and Abdullah Fa- Farouk. Was an American professional wrestling manager. Not a wrestler himself. Due to his small stature, he was noted for his flamboyant outfit of sequined jackets and wrap around whatever. There's a dollar sign on there. Money. You know, you know Lou Albano, Mario Brother himself, George Cannon, George Arnold MacArthur, better known as George Crybaby Cannon, was a Canadian professional wrestler, best known as the manager for the Fabulous Kangaroos. Wow, the Fabulous Kangaroos. Did they kangaroo kick? So Heenan won a twice. Yeah, while you do that, I'm just looking to see if... Uh, I don't want to go through everything. But oh, Otto Scullin got it twice. Arnie Scullin. Twice. 78 mm-hmm. and 79. He was a prankster, I hear. I want, is he like... Like Mr. Kurt, Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning level prankster, I've heard. Oh, well, well, things were different in Arnie's time. J.J. Dillon's on here, like back to back. Mm-hmm. Paul Ellering in 84. Teddy Long in 1990. Yep. 92 is Paulie Dangerously. Mr. Perfect was the runner-up that year, followed by Harley Race and Jim Cornette. That's a year right there. Yep. Jim Cordette won it in 93, 94. I'm sorry, 93 and previously, because it's on the second one. It's like before that. Uh, where's the first one? It's up there somewhere. You, you, can, you can see that. Bill Alfonso in 97. Wow. I wish I had a whistle. Paul Bearer, 98. And the last winner was Deborah. I wonder if that's why they don't have it anymore because a lady won it. Bunch of sexists. Um, <laughs> Managers kind of died out. Yeah, and I guess you can't just give them all to Paul Heyman every time. Right. It's, and, you know, his, his role keeps changing. All right, let's, yeah. let's go. T- we, we got... The, let's, the let's major wrestler the, of the year. You want to do the real stuff now, or yeah, let's 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 jump straight in. Let's talk about 
the uh was there one of these yeah let's do the uh the stanley weston award for lifetime achievement in pro wrestling all right well the first guy is bruno san martino yeah we could do that the first guy and then the recent guy <laughs> yeah so started with bruno san martino and we scroll down to 2023 and it's you want to do it no you go ahead okay I don't. And it's Rich's boy, Sting. <laughs> I'd rather hear you do that than Shivani every time. Uh, well, what does this award mean, though? The PWI Stanley Weston Award recognizes lifetime achievement by a professional wrestling personality. It has been given yearly since 81, originally known as the PWI Editor's Award. And it's considered the magazine's highest honor, beginning with the March 2003 end, year-end edition. The award was renamed in memory of PWI founder and longtime publisher Stanley Weston, who died in 2002. In 2020, PWI announced it would begin naming two winners per year. Two, except this year. Well, it's, yep, Sting's, you know, it's over for him, you know, so. Does he count as two? What do you, nah, I think, yeah, because it says Sting and Stephen Borden, right? So that's two, right? It's not two. I mean, it's not the only year. In 2018, Antonio Inoki is the only one. Right, Jack so I Briscoe. guess. I guess if 2021 was Terry Funk and Ron Simmons, I was going to say if they're like iconic enough. It's only one. Jack, okay, Jack Briscoe, Antonio Noki, Steve Austin. But then the fact that they had Terry Funk and Ron Simmons both win the same year was that's that's a big year. Like those are both tremendous, tremendous careers. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh head up to rookie of the year. Uh what do you think? Who do you think should have gotten rookie of the year? Um there, buddy. Since you know more about like obscure names and famous people than I do. Um, Honestly, the, the, mm, some of the new faces to WWE and AEW this year aren't really rookies, so I guess a lot of them didn't count mm-hmm. is going to be my, my, my speculation here. Um, PWI picked, obviously, as maybe you're... I don't want to jump on your trampoline here, whatever the case may be, but Saul Ruka to win this year. Second being Ava Rain, third Toga, and fourth Gabby Forza. I don't know. Yeah, you kind of are. By the way, you kind of fucking are. I just asked you to guess, and then I would go, (laughs) and I'd be like, well, here's the ones that are, but, you know, it's fine. You know, you could do it your way. You know, yeah, there, there I go breaking the meta again. This guy right? sets up the Patreon, and now all of a sudden he's the guy. All right, well, hey, listen, let's just let's just do this, okay? Well, you want you want you want you want to be the left-handed man? You could be the left-handed man. None of you it don't... matters <laughs> until I have that C at the end of my name. That's right, and until then, the only C that has to do with you is can't because you can't. Be the champion while I'm the champion. It's just the rules. It's just the god dang rules. Um, so, uh, since you trampled all over that and uh, took that for your own, uh, let's head up to a more 
inspirational feel. We, we can still talk about this here, right? Like, like last year's winner was Hook. Before that, Jade Cargill. Before that, Dominic Mysterio. What does that have to do with this year? <laughs> I think so. I think it could be argued that the winner of this award, kind of, maybe not that first year, but in the next two, three years really makes an impact. Hook has been pretty impactful. FTW champ. Um, it's not yeah. a real belt. Like, Define, stop uh, treating what's it a like real, a real... What is a real belt? What is a real belt? The TNT Championship. Why? The AEW World Championship. What's the difference? They're actual championships that people, like, want and feud over and have a lineage that, like, go over three or five or whatever. <laughs> All right, so more than a certain number of people have to have had it. Let me ask you something. Wait. Where is the FTW championship from? Seth Rollins' world title, he's the only one to have had it, so that doesn't matter. It's not a real championship. That was earned and the stab- that was established by the owner of the company, not a talent. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan said, okay, sure, you can, you can, you can do the FTW belt. That if that if that was I'm not that's that precedent it can't happen okay because then other people on podcasts who can't get the championship that actually means something could just go around telling themselves the I don't know Rizzest Baldest Man Championship and you know be like if anyone's risen enough and bald enough to take this from me brother i haven't met him cuz he ain't been born cuz there's only one rich to riz brother okay so the only belts that are recognized are the championship belts established all right sorry to take that away from you but you better not come here with that riz's baldest man championship okay I don't know if I like what you're insinuating. <laughs> well, I don't know if you appreciate what I'm putting down here, brother. No, no. Pick it back up. Pick it back I'm, up now. Well, I'm picking it up right now. Let me tell All you right. something. Um, brother. Yeah, have you seen AEW recently before we move on? No. <laughs> I'm working so, on catching up. I'm just going to leave this bad taste in your mouth before we move to Inspirational Wrestler of the Year. Hook kicked out of the muscle buster at one. All right. So on to inspirational wrestler of the year. Do not like. Sorry, Taz. Sorry, Hook. Oh, before no. we move on. And yeah, he. Oh, also, he was put through a table. So I just want you to know other stuff happened before that. So there you go. Uh, all right. So inspirational wrestler of the year. What does this mean? It, it's uh, I think it means that the wrestler is the most inspirational. Uh, the first most inspirational wrestler of the year was Lord Alfred Hayes. In case you didn't know us before, he was talking about promotional consideration, you know, <laughs> paid for by the following. He was over mm-hmm. here being inspirational. So look at him there. Look at that. Wow, that's incredible. Let's go on to 2023. Mark Briscoe. Uh, last year it was John Moxley for whatever reason, but this year it was Mark Briscoe with a runner up of Cody Rhodes, Richard Holiday, and Mickey James. Last year, John Moxley got sober, that was his thing. Yeah, that's pretty inspirational. Let's see, Richard Holiday. Let's who is this guy? 
Joe Zimbardi, that's his other name, you know, is an I think, American. I think I like Joe Zimbardi better. That actually sounds interesting. Uh, currently signed to Major League Wrestling, where he performs under the ring name Richard Holiday, and is a former one-time L- M- MLW World Tag Team Champion. Holiday also makes appearances on the independent circuit. He is okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, I guess he was inspirational to something. Um, he in two in 2022. <laughs> Um, he revealed in an interview that since since Ju- in June he was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. That's a big deal, right? He's like Roman Reigns, right? So, all right, uh, but yeah, uh, Mark Briscoe soldiering on, uh, despite the tragedy that has befell his family and the wrestling world. No disagreement here on mm-hmm. um on that. Uh, them boys, them boys. Let's go to Indie Wrestler of the Year. Rich Torres, who do you think the Indie Wrestler of the Year is without looking ahead and ruining the rest of the backup? <laughs> well, <laughs> so you know that I don't know of a whole lot of indie wrestlers. Uh, me neither. But, uh, uh, I mean, if there is one, he's the, the king of indie wrestling. Or is he, is he called himself the god of indie wrestling? Okay, well, I think Whatever you looked be. ahead. I think you cheated. Um, so, in 2020, the first winner, because this is a more recent, mm-hmm. is Warhorse with the runner-up uh, Nick Gage, AJ Gray, and Chris Dickinson. Dickinson? Dickinson. And Dickinson. Okay. Not All right. Dickinson. Dickinson. And there now on 2023, Matt Cardona. And apparently the runner-up, second runner-up, and third runner-up are TBA. Uh, it's about time TBA finally got the recognition uh, that they deserve, honestly. I, we couldn't be more proud. For real. He, he's been uh, overshadowed by his uh, big brother vacant for so long. It's, yeah, it's time for him to shine. It's about, you know, it's about time. It's about time. Um, all right. Um, so you ready for comeback of the year? Comeback? That's I right. Aren't we at most oh. improved? Do you want to do this show? All right. So I don't want to skip categories. Wrestler of the year in 1978 was a gentleman by the name of Dino Bravo. Now, if you watch Dark Side of the Ring, you know a lot about Dino Bravo. Uh, you know, he's he, he's a lot of mysteries there. Um, runner up that year, Bob Backlund, Ricky Steamboat, and Tony Atlas. Um, we all know what most improved means. Let's find out what most improved wrestler of the year for these guys are. Not as important as the Bookerverse one, but hey, uh, LA Knight is the winner here, followed yeah. by Julia Hart, Trick Williams, and Sonata. Uh, not to be confused with the car of the same make. So that's almost, yeah, just about. So, all right, uh, better. So uh, yeah, I have something yeah. to say. So, um, I- I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest here. I don't think Li Knight his, I don't think his skills have actually improved. His his skills were never bad, right? All that's happened is he was given more opportunity, 
and he's taken the reins with that. He's, you know, he took the opportunities he was given and ran with them, and he got to the main event. Too bad it wasn't enough to take the Roman reins. Right. Okay. Now, Julia Hart, Trick Williams, both much younger in their careers. Yes, much more room for each of them to improve. So, yes, they have improved. Sonata, Sonata's been doing this for a while. I haven't seen any of his stuff lately because I don't watch Japanese wrestling because I don't have time. I wish I did. I truly wish I did. But hit up on hit us up on the Patreon. Maybe I can quit my job and watch more <laughs> wrestling. That's the dream. Isn't it? That's the dream. That is the dream. Last year's winner, Mandy Rose. Mm. She, she, she's been doing some good work past year. Gotta say. I'll become, I'll become, I'll become in. All right, let's move on to comeback of the year. Is that okay? Yes. Is that next? Yes. All Going right. forward, I am not looking ahead. No, you weren't supposed to look ahead before. It's tough when you go bottom up. All right, so the Ultimate Warrior in 1992 had the comeback of the year. I do actually recall that. Uh, so that was a long time ago, but not that far ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would you think made the comeback of the year, Rich Deriz? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, but it was probably a man. Probably. It could have been a woman. To be fair, could have been. Oh, it's going to be punk, isn't it? I hope it's uh, not punk. Well, the answer to that is actually Trinity. Trinity. Good. Good for her. Beat out Soraya, Adam Cole, and Trish Stratus. So if I were to look at this field, mm-hmm. then I agree. Because. She wrestles on, as far as I know, wrestles more than Soraya does. Mm-hmm. Let's be yeah. honest about Adam Cole. And Trish Stratus, you know, they did what they could. You know, she was just, her and Becky, they, they feuded for too long. And um, nothing really came of it, really. Like, Zoe Stark turned face. And she's been hanging out with Shayna Baszler ever since. Um, yeah. But I think Trinity's been killing it, so I guess that makes sense. Impact, please get a regular TV deal so I can try and watch. All right. Speaking of most hated wrestler of the year. Is it Don? Uh, oh, it's a good guess. The Iron Sheik in 1972. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who it is. It is no other than Dominic Mysterio. Followed in a close second by Christian Cage. Close what don't people <laughs> like about Christian Cage? He's great. He's been mean, trying to be a fatherly figure to to those kids who's you know unfortunately their dads have died. I mean, this is a good thing. Uh, MJF service won back to back last year with Roman as runner up, and he wasn't even top four this year. Yeah. Roman so Roman, to three. close to third, and of course, your boy, CM Punk. That, he should have won that. Yeah, you really feel like he's been cheated? 
You know, he's been cheated out of that. You know, you shouldn't argue for it on his behalf. You know, I'll I'll let him drop his own gripe bomb on this. I like how you know exactly what happened in 2017 by who the winner is. Like, you know 2017 was when Jinder Mahal was the champion. Yep. <laughs> like, why else would he be on there? He's nowhere else on the list. Yeah. All right. Oh, um, sexy star. Oh, that. yeah. That, wow. Yeah, that was an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, were you ready for most popular wrestler of the year, Rich Torres? I am. Okay. Well, Jack Briscoe and Fred Curry were the first winners. In 1972. Hmm. Um, and now in 2023, so many years later, you do the let math. Me, let me think. Let me think. Don't look at it. Don't 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 scroll all the way. We're not even there. Good. They they probably saw the fans did, but you didn't. All right. So uh, I think it, it has to be between Cody and Seth. It's got to be one is. That's. Cody Rhodes is most popular wrestler of the year, followed by wow, LA so that's Knight. Not even top four. Nope. MJF and Sami Zayn. I kind of can understand it. You know, I kind of can understand it. And I like most popular wrestler of the year. I like that category. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should probably incorporate that because then there's a difference between wrestler of the year and most popular because they don't necessarily they can't, they don't necessarily have to be the same person true all right i'm gonna add that to some notes somewhere in a thing yeah i know i'm supposed to be trimming them but this might help with that <laughs> don't worry <laughs> okay um yeah Cody Rhodes, L.A. Knight, MJF, and Sami Zayn. You know, I agree. I agree with all that. John Moxley's won three times already. Cool. Um, let's see who's got it the most times. All right. So so far that I can see, it's Sting with four and John Cena with four for Ty. Hmm. Sting makes- and Cena. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let me put this in here. And that will do feud of the year. I'll go to that now. Um. Now. Is it? All our dwarf is the first one. It's probably not me versus Punk. You know, like... I'm not sure, actually. Hold on. Let me remove it from the preview so I can look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Good call, Basement Chair. All right. That's what I'm going to do. From now on, I'll just remove it and then add it. So, mm-hmm. okay. All right. So, so really real feud of the year. Roman Cody Roman Cody Is that your guess? I don't know. I, I f- 
it's kind of tough to remember individual feuds now because like it's a new year. Yes, it, it is. is. A, it's a new year. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. The top, like Bloodline, is in a bit of a shambles now, comparatively to where they were this time last year. Hmm. Let's try Roman Cody. Final okay. answer. Okay. So for feud of the year, it's actually you're close. It's actually Sami Zayn versus the okay. Bloodline. All right, all right. Runners up, AEW, CM Punk versus AEW. That's excellent. I'm so glad. <laughs> Thank you, PWI. You get I mean, it. technically, that is you versus CM Punk if you're a yeah. fan of AEW. It is. So, And, and I am, too. Uh, then Cody Rhodes versus Brock. And then Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus, which is... Yeah, because those are the if you think about feuds, those ring true. Cody versus Brock was big, but not great. It was still like a feud, feud. Right. You know, that's true. I feel like I. It was a big okay. If they're looking at the 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 spectacle of the feud, then yeah, Cody versus Brock is up there, but. It was I don't I don't think it was that great of a feud. I liked uh, Becky versus Trish better than Cody versus Brock, but it's one man's opinion. Uh, I, I I think are these as voted or presumably? Well, you know, I I'll scroll up so you don't lose lose your place. Uh, I removed it so I could move on to the next. Yeah, thing. voted on by PWI readers every year, uh, expanding to more categories in later years. Blah blah blah. Well, that's right. Well, we're going to vote next time. <laughs> that's right. All righty. So, match of the year. Um, first, we have a the 1972 Bruno San Martino winning the Battle Royal in Los Angeles. That's in 1972. It's Rich time. Rich Therese, uh, we are now in 2023 of, of a lot of X amount of years later to be mapped by a smarter person on the other end of the episode. Um, who do you think got match of the year? And there are no runners up for this category. It's, Interesting. Yes. All of them. Um, yes. Just all one. right. So I'm going to guess our match of the year. Which was the triple threat at Mania, Gunter, Sheamus, Drew. Okay. Now, there might be runners up, but it's not listed on here. So, just to want to correct myself. Did TBA win, the, win those all as well? Look, it's it's been tough. But here we have it. 2023, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, WrestleMania 39. That's the one. And that's where I'm always like... If you say so, like that kind of thing, it's like it didn't feel that way for me. I'm not saying I didn't like it because I did like a lot, but I don't know. I, you know, I think that's as voted. So and it looks who knows like how it close it was. Yeah, it looks like none of these are triple three. No, there's uh, the triangle. Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the Young Bucks. 
You know, that's multiple people. Yeah, but like I was thinking that there aren't any triple threat matches, but essentially that one was the uh Dudley Boys versus Hardy ladder. Boys versus Edge and Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Mania two thousand. Yep. Steiner Brothers versus Sting and Lex Luger ninety one. Such a weird time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to go on to the next category. This is Faction of the Year. This started in 2021. The 2021 winners being the Inner Circle, followed by the Elite. And the Bloodline, a second runner-up. And the Bullet Club with third runner-up. In 2022, the Bloodline won, followed by the Blackpool Combat Club and the Jericho Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. And the Bullet Club, again, third runner-up. This year, the winner is the Judgment Day. Judgment Day, Blackpool Combat Club, the Bloodline, and Bullet Club, Bullet Club Gold, and third. That's got to be impressive. <laughs> That's got to be a kicking the dick to the OG Bullet Club. Yeah. To be fair. Uh, but you know what? I mean, I, I, I've i been a big fan of Bullet Club Gold. Uh, I know you're not much of a fan of Jay White, but the, this 4.5 of them, if we include um, Cardblade, because we have to include Cardblade, right? Yeah, we have to, or else what's the point? Right. So entertaining. Just, I, I they are really doing it well. I think like, Cardblade retired, though. I don't, well, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen. Um, like, the guns, maybe they're interchangeable in there, right? Maybe. Maybe some but, things are changing right now. Who knows? Oh, shit, I don't even, I don't, I don't You're even know. You're in a different timeline, brother. I am. I am. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the alpha you timeline. You at one. Can you believe it? Anyway. Me. <laughs> um. Yeah, so 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 maybe the guns are a little interchangeable, but you know what? They're they're part of it. They are they're playing their part. They're doing what they got to do in there right now. As in my timeline, um, Juice Robinson's hurt. Jay White is upset about losing the C two. I hate that. Just call it the Continental Classic. If you're don't, don't be lazy about it. Yes, I'm trying to be so cool with your letter and number. Right. Um, it's probably a European thing. Just blame the Europeans. Um, I love all of them. Subscribe. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Bullet Club Gold. They're very entertaining. Judgment Day winners? Fine. I mean, they are, they're doing they're hot right now. Okay, they hot right combat now, club right? above above the bloodline. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You if know. you count the entire year, I mean, Blackpool Combat Club has been at the top of the card the whole year. One of them, Claudio, yeah. you know, was the was a champ. Wheeler's a champ. I'd argue more AEW readers vote, but Judgment Day won. So, I don't know. <laughs> Ultimately, it comes down to I can't argue with Judgment Day winning. Yeah, they've perpetually been on top. 
because they have Mommy's always on top. Because it's Rhea Ripley. If Rhea Ripley wasn't right. in Judgment Day, I really don't think it would be as good as it is. That's just my opinion. Um, all right, let's move on to Tag Team of the Year. Uh, mm. Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher, uh, 1972, first winners. Uh, wow. Could you imagine somebody wants to bruise your shit and then the other one wants to crush it? Like, that's horrible. That was pretty horrible. Yeah. All right. Tag teams this year. Tag teams this year. FTR is always in the conversation. MJF and Adam Cole were fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Hardy's didn't do a live private party is where. They're back again. Okay. Triple J. Um, tag team WWE side. Still. Remember, 2023, like the whole year. So you got Finn and Priest. Yeah, Chelsea and Piper, which is fun. Casey and Casey, which they're trying to tell us is fun. They have parties, dude. They go to clubs. And you listen, know. I'm like, let me know where they are and I'll be there. But I don't know about those tag belts on them. Yeah, I'm just saying. Either. No, I get it. I'm just, you know, just being a nice guy. All right. It's tough to call because I want to say, like, what have some of these guys done? Like, I, I, I think it should be Finn and Priest, but I feel like it's not going to be. All right. Well, Rich Riz, it looks like you were right. Because once again... 2023 and 2022 winner FTR Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler always Runners up, there. up Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn yeah, better than the you year. baby yeah. mm-hmm. and the Usos Uso you know I gotta say I can't disagree uh, the next two very easy. Um, so let's start with Woman of the Year. Uh, 1972's Woman of the Year was a lady by the name of Marie Laverne. Um, okay. Uh, let's go down to 2023. Rich there is. Who do you believe is Woman of the Year? I'm trying to think why it wouldn't be Rhea Ripley. That's what I'm trying to think right now. Just like my pro Becky was always in the conversation, but not quite at the height of Rhea. Jade has yet to debut in WWE. Julia Hart's having a very good run, but not on Rhea's level. Statlander. It's not someone from AEW. It's Rhea. I don't see it not being Rhea. Final answer. It's Rhea Ripley. Followed by Tony Tony Storm. Storm. Tony Storm is doing excellent work. Bianca Belair. And Athena. 
Like yes. I like Athena and the minions. Like I the little the tiny tiny amount that I've seen of them is entertaining as hell. And I wish there were more hours in the day and days in the week that I could not only catch up on AEW but also watch Ring of Honor and Impact. But that's another story. Yeah, well, there you have it. The women's. Uh, I mean, look, you'd be hard pressed to find anyone like better than Rhea Ripley this year. Sorry, AEW. Do they really break down between Woman of the Year and Wrestler of the Year? Is Wrestler of the Year gender neutral? Do they have women in that? Well, let's check first before we're going to remove this. You You don't see that. I want to check that first. There are no females listed at Wrestler of the Year. So it's Male Wrestler of the Year. Yeah, I don't look. All I right. just think it's synonymous. You know, if you say wrestler, you think man. So, uh, shit. The opinions of Basement Jair are not necessarily opinions <laughs> of the Basement Bookers podcast. Or Richter is in <laughs> all of its subsidiaries. All right. Uh, so, in 1972, right. <laughs> wrestler of the year was not Ric Flair, it was Pedro Morales. Mm. So. Okay. Let's head to 2023. Rich DeRiz. Who was the popular wrestler of the year this year? That was uh, Cody. Uh, Cody. Yeah. All right. Gives me sort of a starting point. This one's harder, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think that one's going to be Cody. It certainly... There's a very, very strong argument for Seth. Mox and Claudio should be in the conversation. So should Brander Dander. Brander Dander. Uh, Brander I think Seth. I think Seth has the strongest resume this year for Wrestler of the Year. Okay. Do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, first, I got to make a correction. Uh, what I said before: women haven't won wrestler of the year. Okay, but they've been runner-up. So okay, we'll discuss that. Um. So, who'd you pick for wrestler of the year? Seth freaking Rollins. You would be correct. Yes. Seth Rollins, followed by Gunter. I'd imagine very closely Will Ospreay and Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Mm. Um, Bianca Belair in 2022 was uh, fourth. Mm. And in 2021, she was third. Sasha Banks in 2020 was four. Who's the first woman in the top four here? I'm thinking it's probably Sasha Banks. Because that looks to be fairly recent. Because it says later, since 2020, female wrestlers have been included in the following category. Oh, okay. And so oh, Bailey. Oh, Bailey was Bailey. second place in oh, 2020. Wow. All right. All right. That's even that's even more hysteria. Bianca is the only one mentioned twice. Uh, 2020 was the uh, the only year so far that 
Oh, was that? Uh, two females were in the top four. Oh, that was COVID. Right? That was under Dome yeah. era. Yep. Of course, Bailey and Sasha would be on there. They were holding it together. They absolutely did. They absolutely did. Okay. Well, what an impressive list. Uh, comment below. What do you think if you agree or disagree with all those wonderful names there? Um, and, you know, wow. That's amazing. I, I, I guess it's a good thing that we double-checked. Yes, wrestler of the year. They changed it for a reason. It used to be male, but then it's like, well, there's women in here now. So, you know, they can vote now. So, got that going. All right. So, um, Rich Deriz, what do you think uh, before uh, I get into any more trouble here? Uh, you think we should, um, or do you have any uh, bones to pickings on uh, this week's Monday Night Rizzies or uh Anything like that you wanted to bring up here before we get the heck on out of here after this wonderful PWI so-and-so? Haven't seen NXT yet, so, but I'm sure I'd have something to complain about there. Uh, yeah. They had a battle royal that, mm -hmm. like, the last four people, yeah, uh, they the fight. It was stuff happened there, but, like, the winner was like, why did we even do this? It's like... I, as soon as I saw that she was in it, it's like, why are we even here? Why are we doing this? Why, 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 why? This was for number one contendership to Lyra Valkyria? Yeah. Was Blair Davenport? Nope. Blair Davenport was eliminated. Nikita Lyons? Uh, no. I don't think she was in it. If she was, she wasn't there long. Tiffany Stratton? Nope. Wasn't in it. All right. I mean, I guess I'll see then. Yeah, but uh, it's not Lola Vice. And it's not um, Electra Lopez. I'll just keep it at that. Okay. Got it. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm obviously just completely missing. Well, something. you know, Oba Febby is the. I don't, North American don't champ. anything. It's just that you just the one person you don't mention is like the one person that won it. Of course. You just don't want to say her name. You don't want to say her name because you know it's her. And I can't believe you didn't guess her right away. After all we've watched of NXT. Is it Fallon Henley? No. It's more obvious. I'm going to have to tell you. Okay. Roxanne Perez. Dude, like she's been Booked unstoppable. Is it the same thing? It's like, oh, surprise, roll up. Uh, no, I think she hit the finisher or whatever, and that was a wrap. But it's like, why am I even here? Why are we doing <laughs> for the belt? She's never lost. Uh, something tells me, uh, liar of Valkyria's stalker friend there is going to get involved, and uh, it's not going to go too. Well, there. Um, I want to see so much more Tatum Paxley on my TV. Yeah, but you will. Uh, she's going to be a, a staple on the uh, brand there. Um, but the uh, pairing of Braun Breaker and Corbin is borderlining. They're making Braun a little bit silly. He's he's 
I don't know. You might enjoy it. I don't know. But like he, he's leaning into the meathead that he is. Um, let me ask you a question. What do you think of the name Wolf Dogs? I hate it. Yeah, so does Baron Corbin. That's what uh, Ron Breaker wants to call the team. They're making me agree with Baron Corbin. Well, look, there you go. That's not the move. Make me hate Corbin. He's easily hateable. Rich Therese, before we sign off, let's talk about the disappointment in the room. Now, if you recall, I was thinking Monday Night Raw. What could come of Jinder Mahal and Seth Rollins? And I said, the worst case scenario, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, Seth wins. There's a successful cash-in, and Drew interrupts, and Priest loses the briefcase. Right. But what happens is Jinder Mahal loses. Mm-hmm. How many times was Seth Rollins hitting the head with something? And he still couldn't lose. He got hit with the briefcase. I think he got hit with the belt. He got... They hit him with something because there was interference all over the place. There and it was. just takes one stomp, and that's it for gender. All the uh, moves. Hit the head with the briefcase. The inter- interferences. The, the Coloss. He hit his finisher on him. I think they're about to reveal the new uh, WWE collaboration with the boys. And it's going to be revealed that Seth's been taking Compound V. He's all hopped up on Compound V. I hope it works because I think he's hurt. Uh, they've taken him off of live events, and they haven't announced him for Raw. So I, this, this, he was helped to the back or whatever. I don't know if it's like working us or whatever. It's like the opposite of beating your John Cena. This it's is super overkill. Seth. They're making that yeah. that John Cena and Seth Rollins. You told us he has a broken vertebrae in his lower back. He yeah. Won a last man standing match months after the news of the of the broken vertebrae came out. Whether I mean whether or not it's kayfabe, it's like super sass. If he's going to win, stop making it where he's like got fiend powers. It's like he's got fiend powers. If he's going to win, then let him win. Like, why are you throwing all these things in there? You know, I kind of wish they would like actually incorporate, maybe not not in the storyline, but say, okay, well, maybe he picked up some some powers from the fiend that he's like superhuman now. A little, yeah, not or as much as the fiend, yeah, but just a little because he because he gave in to his 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 demons, his inner fiend when he when he smashed the fiend with the uh, with the mallet, which should not have been a goddamn DQ because it's a fucking hell in a cell match. Yeah, that's why he's laughing like an idiot all the time. He's uh, harnessed. The, the powers <laughs> and the only way to like contain it or like satisfies his urges is a stupid crazy bad laugh yeah ju- just just tell us how 
someone with a broken vertebrae is doing this at this level? How how someone with a broken vertebrae has defended the world championship in such grueling matches so many times? It's why is ridiculous. he why is he not home resting? It's kind of ridiculous. Um we're gonna get a briefcase cash in sooner or later. It's coming. Um, but yeah, that's really all I wanted to bring up from that. That kind of pissed me off. Like what I I watched Raw live. Like wow. I was keeping track because I thought something was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So ugh. anyway. Um, and one thing I just want to bring up is never in my life have I gave a damn about a cage match rating. I recently learned what a cage match rating is. Like, apparently, that's how they rate matches. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the Rotten Tomatoes or something, I guess, but for wrestling matches. Like, right. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. That, that, I don't go by that metric. I go by what I enjoy. I don't give a shit. I don't care. If AEW beats the NBA, I don't care if the WWE is up against Monday Night Football. I do not care. Okay, let me tell Gates, you that. Gates, attendance, how many That pays? does not affect me. Right. That does not affect me. As long as it's on TV, I could watch it. I could turn the channel, and it's decent. I don't care it's what some other trivia? neckbeard thinks. It's called trivia because it's trivial data yeah that's exactly what it is which there is please treat it as such everyone like if you disagree with it if you agree with it don't there's no need to fight over it it's their metric it's like that's how i gotta tell my things better than your thing there's more things solo thing number thing i don't yeah, it's literally other people's opinions it doesn't matter guys Fuck. although uh, obviously the opinions of the basin bookers matter oh uh, yeah that matters but like we're not gonna you know, if you disagree, it's okay. It's not going to change how I feel about something or how Rich feels about something. All right. No, it's just sharing. You know, it's how you do it. You know, before everybody started getting all angry with X and Twitter or whatever. Rich, get me out of here. I got to go. Get all right. <laughs> so the, pa- the, the, the Patreon link will be in the link tree down below. Leave us your comments. Let us know what you thought. PWI 500. What are your gripes? Why did Hook kick out of the damn Muscle Buster at one? And why is Seth superhuman? Any ideas besides Compound V? Let us know about down below. Uh, well, that aged poorly. Uh, look, sometimes you can't predict what's going to happen down the line. Now, we didn't know what the extent of Seth Rollins' injuries were. But and I'm only laughing because of the timing. We had finished, and in the hour, we learned about Seth's predicament. Uh, he'll be on Monday Night Raw uh, to discuss what the future is, probably, for Seth and the World Heavyweight Championship. And uh, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't hear the whole... Uh, you know, the Judgment Day uh, come out there and have ourselves a little cash in there on Monday. So, according to Sean Ross, uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select, uh, Seth Rollins tore his MCL 
and uh, his meniscus is partially torn. Now, let's see. This is a video that's going around uh, that the, um, the injury had occurred. So we'll pull it up here in Booker Vision. Watch here as Pep off the middle rope. Lands right there. Look as he goes to pin Jinder. The kick out and the kneecap. He's just like, shit. You know, but that could be anything. We don't know. This could all be a part of the storyline. We could all be taken for a, a, a loop here. So don't know. But what we do want is a quick recovery. We can't go through this again. Uh, which it's kind of leading me to believe maybe there's a little bit of uh, pro wrestling magic at work here. So let's knock wood. Uh, safe recoveries to Seth. Uh, we don't really think he's on compound V and did not wish uh, for that to be tested. Now back to the show. Hello. And if you join our Patreon, it says it on our Patreon, but I will let you guys know if you join, even for the most basic tier, which is still the only one available at the moment, uh, we will shout you out right here at the end of each episode. And Jerry's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the bookers. <laughs>